0: You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church, Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we receive your word this morning in the name of Jesus. Let it bring grace to the hearers in Jesus' name. Let every life be touched, be transformed. Help me to bring your word. Let there be no confusion. Season my words with salt, let it bring grace to the hearers in the name of Jesus. Truth is, it is not even my word, it is your word. Help me to be that vessel that delivers your word. Wear me, oh God. I pray for every life here. I ask, oh God, that every obstruction that stops them from receiving be removed now. In the name of Jesus, amen. I want us to turn our Bibles to Jonah, the book of Jonah. I know I've read this scripture a few times here, right? Yeah? Well, one person remembers. Hallelujah. (laughs) Okay, just give me a minute here are very tiny. Why are you laughing? <laughs> Thank you. Say one day is one day. <laughs> Let's go. Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah, the son of Amital saying, arise, go. Did I say Jonah? Huh? Chapter 1. The moment I said, now the word of the Lord. You must know it's chapter 1. Grace. (laughs) Okay, it's chapter 1. Sorry, guys. (laughs) Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah, the son of Amital, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry out against it. For their wickedness has come up. Before me. But Jonah arose to flee to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. He went down to Joppa and found a sheep going to Tarshish. So he paid the fare and went down into it to go with them to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. Then the Lord sent out a great wind on the sea, and there was a mighty tempest on the sea, so that the sheep was. About to be broken up. Then the mariners were afraid, and every man cried out to his God and threw the cargo that was in the ship into the sea to lighten the load. But Jonah had gone down into the lowest part of the ship, had laid down, and was fast asleep. So the captain came to him and said to him, What do you mean, sleeper? Arise! Call on your God. Perhaps your God will consider us so that we may not perish. And they said to one another, Come, let us cast lots that we may know for whose cause this trouble has come upon us. So they cast lots and the lot fell on Jonah. Then they said to him, Please tell us, for what cause is this trouble upon us? What is your occupation? And where do you come from? What is your country? And of what people are you? And he said to them, I'm a Hebrew and I fear the Lord, the God of heaven who made the sea and the dry land. (laughs) Then the men were exceedingly afraid and said to him, why have you done this? For the men knew that he fled from the presence of the Lord because he had told them. Then they said to him, what shall we do to you that the sea may be calm for us? (laughs) For the sea was growing more tempestuous. And he said to them, pick me up and throw me into the sea. Then the sea will become calm for you. For I know that this this, this great tempest is because of me. Nevertheless, the men rode hard to return to land. But they could not, for the sea continued to be more tempestuous against them. Therefore they cried to the Lord and said, We pray, O Lord, please do not let us perish for this man's life, and do not charge us with innocent blood. For you, O Lord, has done as it has pleased you. So they picked up Jonah and threw him into the sea, and the sea seized from raging <laughs> hallelujah. they picked up Jonah and they threw him into the sea and the sea ceased from raging hallelujah I have preached from this portion of scripture a number of times and every time I look at this scripture I always think about this Jonah that disobeyed and went the opposite direction. And I always think about the fish that swallowed him. But for the first time, the Lord took my eyes away from this big fish (laughs) and he asked me to look at the sailors. To look at the marinas, to look at the people who Jonah disrupted their lives. (laughs) He wanted me to just for a minute, (laughs) look at the people who were going about their business. Doing what they knew to do following about their own agendas to the best of their abilities and then somebody got on their boat and when that person got on their boat that person introduced a storm into their life (laughs) I want to speak to us this morning And I want you today to command, because this is what the Lord said we must do. He says, cast Jonah out of your boat. You see, we have never thought of casting Jonah out because he's a prophet of God. (laughs) He's a prophet of God. We're like, God will just deal with him. (laughs) <laughs> the way You can imagine my surprise when the Lord said to me, cast Jonah out. Forget about the prophetic something. Cast him out. Because if you don't cast him out, you're going to sink. If you don't cast him out, you're going down, sister. If you don't cast him out, you will never arrive <laughs> at the destination God ordained for you. You know, when those men were calling on their gods and all that, if you were like me, you will skip past that place. Like, yeah, he did yeah, you know. But God was mindful of those people. And that's why he said, look at those guys. Do you know that there are things you can allow in your life that can affect your family? affect generations this guy got on a boat or on a ship and it affected people whose only connection to him was because they were in the same boat he says cast Jonah out hallelujah. So what? who is Jonah? Because before you start casting Jonah out, you make sure you are not Jonah. <laughs> because we're saying cast Jonah out of your boat. But make sure you are not the Jonah that we need to cast out. Because if you are Jonah, you need to be cast out. I am casting you out. Pastor was talking about compassion on Sunday. It was one of my most powerful messages. It touched me. I've been praying that prayer. I've been moved by the word. But the Lord did not ask me to have compassion on Jonah. Hello? He said I should cast him out. And so that's what I'm about to do. Who is Jonah? Anything... That comes into your life to interrupt you. Anything that comes to interrupt your race. Anything that has come into your life and is threatening to drown you. Anything that has come into your life and instead of you moving forward, you are trying to stay afloat. forget for a minute the picture of Jonah, the prophet. And begin to check in your life because you know your Jonah and I know my Jonah. Whatever it is that has come in to our lives to interrupt us that is not of God is that Jonah that is refusing for you to go where you should go to be who you should be to achieve what you should achieve. You do not play with him. You do not treat him kindly. Except you don't care about your destiny. Except you don't care about God's purpose for you. Except you don't care that he sent you to this earth for a purpose. If you don't care about it and stuff comes to interrupt you and you are okay, I go according to how the wind is blowing me. If that is the way you live your life, Jonah is welcome. But if you are that person that knows that before I came to this earth, while I was yet in my mother's womb, he called me. And he ordained me to do whatever it is he has called and ordained you to do. If you're that person that knows this is what God has called me to do. And something comes in. And because of the presence of that thing, your life starts deteriorating, going down. Then it's time for you to address it. Amen who has interrupted your race Galatians 5 I'm going to read that scripture because the scripture that I like is a scripture where God is saying to you the interruptions you are facing I didn't bring it is a scripture where he's saying Jonah in your boat. I didn't send him. Galatians 5, I want to read in the message. From verse 7, it says, You were running superbly. Who cutting on you? Deflecting you f- from the true cause of obedience. Ha, ha! This detour doesn't come from the one who called you into the race in the first place. This detour, you were running superbly, you were doing well. And then you had an interrupt. Say this detour does not come from the one who called you in the first place. And please don't toss this off as insignificant. It only takes a minute amount of yeast to know. You know, to permeate an entire loaf of bread deep down the master has given me confidence that you will not defect but the one who is upsetting you say the one who is upsetting me the Jonah who is upsetting me whoever he is will bear the divine judgment hallelujah Jonah got on a boat and they got into a storm. I I need to let you know now that the fact that you're in a storm doesn't always mean Jonah is the cause. Jesus was in a storm, amen? In Mark chapter 4, from verse 35, he said to the disciples, let us go to the other side. And then he went to sleep when he got on the ship. And while he was sleeping, a storm came. Jesus was on the boat. He was sleeping. So it wasn't Jonah. And when the storm came, he silenced it. He shut up. He calmed it down. So you and I have authority to speak to the storm. Whatever is raging in our life, whatever the enemy brings, we have authority to speak to the storm. You just don't have what it takes to calm a storm When you should be throwing Jonah out. If you are supposed to be getting rid of the culprit and you are speaking to the storm, you are drowning. Are you hearing me? When you are supposed to be speaking and saying, You, get out of my life, and instead you are focusing on the storm, you are about to drown. If the enemy can make you look at the storm and not at the things you need to deal with and not at the things you need to throw out, if he can allow you to concentrate on those things, he's just planning for your drowning. Are you hearing me this morning? Let's go there. In verse 5, it says, Then the mariners were afraid, and every man cried out to his God, and threw the cargo that was in the ship into the sea to lighten the load. But Jonah had gone down into the lowest, <laughs> into the lowest part of the ship, and lain down, and was fast asleep. <laughs> so Jonah got on their boat, caused havoc, and went to sleep. <laughs> then the people, who did not cause the problem, were throwing out their goods. Getting rid of what they should- they were trying to lighten the load. Meanwhile, the main load, <laughs> the unwanted cargo The thing that was weighing that boat or that ship down was sleeping. You are busy taking your relationships and throwing it out and keeping your envy. Because you've looked. My friend, my sister. Because we're in the same boat. And I'm just envying you. And anything you do, you you don't need to do anything, you need to breathe. Just your breathing is enough to upset me. And so, what do I do? I throw you out. Get out of my boat. Get out of my life. And then I keep my envy. I'm still trying to carry this envy to destination. I was saying to my daughter, thank you. I was saying to my daughter the other day, I said, it's stupid. It is foolish and senseless to envy, right? (laughs) To envy anyone. We don't have the same journey. <laughs> so why will you be envying me? Why would I be envying you? We are not Can you imagine I'm trying to look for Sungeni? Imagine Sungeni today envying me. Oh, if only I had big children like her. you you haven't even started. <laughs> I'm just using very silly examples. <laughs> If only oh who does pastor think we didn't start at the same we didn't start at the same time. So why you and because you cannot deal with your envy, you throw me out. They were busy casting out their valuables and kept in the ship the very thing they should have cast out. How many of you? God brought people into your life and then you took them and you threw out and you surrounded yourself with all kinds of things. I mean, who throws out the wheat and keeps the chaff? But there are a lot of us, a lot of us women that have surrounded ourselves and have kept the chaff. We've kept it nicely. We've treasured it. And we've thrown out meaningful relationships. Jesus was in the boat. In Mark chapter 5 or 4. He was in the boat. And because he was in the boat, they did not drown. There are certain people that should be in your boat. That will stop you from drowning. But when you don't value those people and you throw them out of your boat and you're trying to conserve some nonsense you are about to drown sister cast Jonah out i didn't mean to start so hard wanted us to just ease in but i don't know how to do that <laughs> You know, when I saw, I read how they were getting rid of their things, getting rid of valuables to lighten the ship. And the main reason why they were drowning and and sinking in the first place was still on their boat. I realized, oh my God, there's trouble here. Wrong choices. There, there's a there's a program a, a TV, a children's thing. No, well, not children. It's a game show. I wish I can remember the title. I just remember the game show <laughs> where children or um children are given tasks, and their parents have to guess how they respond. What is it called? Yeah, okay. They have to guess how the children respond, and if they get it right, if the parents get it right. The parents don't get to choose the price. The children <laughs> choose the price. So here's what they do. They show, I mean, there are all kinds of prices. They can have a whole, you know, kitchen appliances, for instance. <laughs> they will show fantastic fridge, microwave, washing machine, dishwasher, the so many they'll say, apply, oh, those guys, the game show—they are wicked. They know what they're doing. <laughs> they can even show a car. They will show all of that. They will put it on one side, and they will tell the child, "You can have this." And they are showing them, and they say, "Or oh, you can have." Then they show the child a stuffed unicorn, and the moment they show the child the stuffed unicorn, the parents are like, "Ah, oh, it's over." That child, it's so... With all the beautiful, expensive, precious things that the child could choose. The moment is a unicorn. What is fridge? (laughs) What is is television? Uh, What is a car? There was a child, they showed a nice, beautiful car to choose, and they showed him a small toy car. You chose the toy car. And here's the thing you you will watch it and you laugh at those children and you would hold your head and you're like, oh my goodness, oh my God, how could they make those choices? How could they make those choices? How could they make this? How could you make the choices you've made? How could you? How could you take something precious and cast away? Just so that you could save chaff. So that you could save the very thing that got in there in the first place. To destroy you. Selah. Let's keep going. Okay. (laughs) Verse 6 says, So the captain came to him. Oh, mm -mm. I'm looking at the end of verse five, where he says he was fast asleep. Sometimes the very things that cause problems in your life, they will be there, quiet. (laughs) They will be hidden, acting like they did not do anything. As a pastor. Can I tell you this? If there are other pastors in the house, you you know what I'm talking about. Sometimes, you can have someone, one person, that will come and disrupt everything, right? Yeah? She says, oh yes. (laughs) One person that will come and disrupt and that one person will cause valuables to be jumping out. Because you would have said and done all sorts that the ones that should be on the boat have jumped out. And then you are still there, quiet, sleeping in a corner. Hello? Huh? She knows what I'm talking about. And I'm not talking about anybody here. So I'm just letting you know that sometimes the troublemakers can be very quiet But you need to be able to identify. Going from verse 7, it says, while he was busy sleeping, they went and woke him and said, "What, what is this nonsense? Why are you sleeping? And they realized, we need to know what is bringing the storm into our lives. When the Lord gave me this word, I said, Lord, let each person here know what is bringing the storm. Let them know what is in there. That is causing this disruption in their lives. And their way of knowing, they started, they cast Lot. Right? And they went. And it fell on who? It fell on Jonah. And when it fell on Jonah, you know, them casting Lot and it falling on Jonah, that is the spirit of revelation for you. It is us going to God and saying, Lord, grant me revelation. There's all sorts going on in my life. When I started this journey, I didn't start it to quit. I don't know anyone who got into anything and said, I'm just going to try it for two weeks. This marriage thing, even though I said till death do us part, let's see how it goes in one month. No, your plan when you said till death was till death. But a storm came. A storm came to ensure that you don't arrive at that, call it marriage destiny. Or whatever other destiny, whether it is business, your career, whatever it may be. The storm came and stopped you. And it is time for you to ask Lord the way my life is going grant me revelation. Show me what needs to go. Show me where the problem lies. I've been binding and loosening. I've been addressing the storm I've been coming against this weather and this wind and this wave I've done all of that why is it not calming down he says it's because you need to cast something out my God so the cast lot it fell on him And they said, tell us why you are in this mess. And he told them what he had done. Like I said, I'm not focusing on him. Let's go to verse 11 says, Then they said to him, What shall we do to you that the sea may be calm for us? For the sea was growing more tempestuous. And he said to them, Pick me up and throw me into the sea. Then the sea will become calm for you. For I know that this great, great tempest is because of me. Lord, grant me revelation. Help me to see what is causing those problems. And then he grants you revelation. Jonah said, I am the reason. What do we do? He says, the only way is to cast me out. Excuse me, could Jonah not jump out himself? Could, remember, he didn't even own up. Nothing, those things will not volunteer themselves. They won't get up and say, I'm the one that has been causing the problems. They don't, they don't disclose like that. When you are casting lot, they are sitting there with you like, "Mm, hoping it will fall on (laughs) Munewa. They will not disclose. But when by the spirit of revelation, we say it is you. Doesn't say, well, okay. The only way, (laughs) the only way, I, I refuse to go by myself, willingly. The only way you can get me out is to cast me out. The only way you can get rid of certain things is to cast it out. Even when it tells you, when it admits. When it says, yes, I'm the problem. I'm the problem. And you can cast me out. But I'm not going to offer to jump. I'm not just going to get up and leave. That I said to you, forget he's a prophet of God. And think of the Jonas in your life. Think of the Jonas <laughs> that are saying to you, "Yes, yes, you've discovered me." Uh-huh. <laughs> so what? <laughs> think of the Jonas that are saying, mm-hmm, "I know I'm there." Think of the Jonas that you're thinking will we'll raise their hand and say, "I'm here, but I'm I'm going now." Oh, you have found me out. Oh, oh, you've caught me. I'm going. No. Jonah said, the only way the storm will cease is if you cast me out. And then if you continue reading, we're go- this is a very short message because we're going to pray. If you continue reading, they were nice guys. He says, cast me out. They thought, Let me rather help the situation. Let me manage the situation. Let's see how we can preserve this thing. Let's have some compassion. I'm not knocking pastor's message because I want to hear it again tomorrow. Let's see if... Let's see what I can do to make sure I don't throw out and I can keep everybody happy. Let's see how I can continue living my life and living in sin side by side. Let's see, it's just a little sin. It's just a little poison. How much poison do you need? It's just a a drop. You don't need a gallon full of poison. You need a drop. They started trying to see how to manage the situation. How to manage. Because now it was on them to do the casting out. Now, there was no man of God to help them cast out. When it was up to them to cast out, they were not able to cast out. Sometimes when it's up to you to make the decision to cast out, you don't want to cast it out because you don't want to be the bad person. You don't want to be the one that is looking somehow. You're looking for who will help you cast out. Anything that is hindering you from moving and going where God has ordained you to go. Doing what God has ordained you to do. Don't be diplomatic about it. Cast Jonah out. And do not wait for me. Because you know sometimes you can look ah, you know Pastor Oba. She would just cast it out. Because her temperament. <laughs> uh, amen. Her, her temperament is the kind that can cast it out quickly, can tell you where to get off. Da, da, da. Thank God that in that boat there was no Pastor Uber to cast out. She said, Cast me out because I'm not going if you don't cast me out. How many things have you managed in your life? Everybody's Jonah is different, remember? How many things have you been managing when the Lord said, cast out? Cast out. When you were going on your journey and some strange sickness came on board and you find that you can't function. You can't function. You are living, you are life, but you can't function the way you should function. That's it, Jonah. That's, are you hearing me? You are not dead. But you find that you cannot do the things you ought to do. The things God called you to do. The sickness has eaten into you, whatever it may be. And you have accommodated it. It has become my sickness. My asthma. My ulcer has come again. My whatever you call it. You get used to it. You begin to manage it. You know, some of us are very good managers. We begin to manage it. We take care of it. We not. We live side by side with it. If it was not costing you anything, then well, man, go ahead and live side by side. But if it is costing you not to go, move forward. Do the things you ought to do. It is time for you not to lie down and and stay there quietly and die. The Lord told me that. That's a word he actually gave me. He says, Are you going to lay down here and die? He said, Is this where you you stay here and die? And I realized it was up to me. He says, He told me, he said, Will you lay here and die? Get up and occupy your place. That was and I got up. <laughs> I got up. Why? Because I had excuses and reasons not to get up. Valid reasons. Good reasons. But he said, if you continue to accommodate this, one complication after another complication will arise. One thing after the other will come. And you will lay there. And you may stay alive, but you will not be able to move forward. You will not be able to accomplish anything. Do not lie here and die. Get up. And take your position so what is it what is this Jonah that came like I said maybe sickness what is it you know your Jonah you know it what came in and took a position is not supposed to take in your life and you are living side by side and instead of you to get rid of that weight, you are getting rid of the wrong things. What is it? Some of us are reducing what we do for God. Are you hearing me? Because we're trying to see how we can cope with this Jonah in our boat. So we say, okay for me to be able to ride with Jonah and not drown. Um, Let me throw out some things. I throw out my commitment to prevailing women. At least I have worshiped the band. After some time, ah, let me throw out medical missions. Ah let me let me throw zoom out. This zoom is getting too much anyway. Let me throw the Thursday out and do Wednesday. I, I are you hearing me? We start throwing out things, commitments and why are we doing that so that we can manage does someone know what I'm talking about so that so that we can manage. With Jonah in our boat. If I throw out those things. I lighten the weight. And Jonah can keep sleeping. In my boat. Without you realizing. That you are throwing away the things. The precious things God has given to you the gifts, the abilities that God has given you, you are taking it and you are throwing away just so that you are able to keep the very thing you should throw out. Sisters, we are not going to accommodate any Jonah. Are you hearing me? We are not going to accommodate any Jonah. If you don't hear anything today, I want you to be vexed by the fact that these guys who had no business with Jonah, their lives were now in danger and they started losing valuable things. I want you to realize and look in your life and say, what am I losing? What am I losing? What am I throwing out? Listen, you may not have invited Jonah into your life. They didn't invite Jonah. He paid his way in. That pay- ah, That's another message. Get there one day, paying your way in. But it's not for today. He paid his way in. He got in there. And their lives became a living nightmare. So you may not have invited Jonah. But if you are looking at your life now, And you are seeing that you've hit a roadblock. You've hit a place in your life where you cannot move. You cannot move as much as you try. You've hit a place in your life now where it feels like you're going under. You've hit a place in your life where you seem. if you check your life very well, you will see that you have lost valuable things. You have lost valuable relationships. You have lost those who should be in your boat. And you have all kinds of familiar spirits in your boat. And you don't know you have familiar spirits in your boat. It is time for you to say, I'm casting you out. I'm ending here. I'm ending here. The Bible says the stranger shall be driven from his hiding place. Whatever stranger it is. As much as it doesn't come and say I am the stranger. By the spirit of revelation it will be driven out of its hiding place. Out of that place where it has gone to hide, gone to sleep, gone to be quiet, gone to pretend like it's not there. Gone to act all innocent as if no." I'm It says, the stranger will be driven out of its hiding place. Who, what is the Jonah that needs to be driven out of the hiding place in your life? Don't think about my Jonah. Think about your Jonah. Don't think, who is pastor talking about? I know my my own Jonas. You know yours. Concentrate on yours because that's what we're going to do. You are not that Nice to say you're accommodating Jonah. Nobody's that nice. Because those guys who looked like they were nice people, even after they knew the problem, they tried to save Jonah in that boat. And after a while, they're like, we're going to die. And they said, Lord, this is the situation. Don't count this thing on us. We're throwing him out. And they threw him out. The Bible says as soon as he was thrown out, what happened? Calm, the calm came, the calm came. They were so nice, they did not want to throw him out. You have lived for how long now? How many years since Jonah came in? How many years since Jonah came in, you've still been with him? When will you realize you are going to drown? When will you realize that this situation is going to drown you? When will you realize that this sin that you permitted to come in, this rebellion, this, you know, we've invited them, come. You surround yourself with rebellious people. When will will you realize that it will soon drown you? When will you realize that it's time to cast him out if I'm going to make prayer, The moment they cast him out, they were able to go back. Some of us have put have pressed pause on our lives. You just paused it and you are going about doing other things but you are not moving. Hello? You paused because Jonah is in the boat and as long as Jonah is in the boat, you will never arrive your destination. But the time has come and now is that time when you say, Jonah, out. Jonah, out. Jealousy out. Unforgiveness out. Hatred out. Gossip out. Some of us, we love, there's nothing that we like more than gossip. You say, it's it's enough. Out. I've been accommodating you, feeding you, enjoying you. Out. Whatever the Jonah is, you say out today. Out. And the moment look, I've I've, I've talked to too many people who say it feels like my life is not moving. Yes, it's not. I agree. It's paused. When you cast Jonah out, you unpause pause and you continue to go. Telling you that he's paused is even being nice. Because I can actually, going by this scripture to show you that you're actually going down. Lord said to me, every ungodly, invisible anchor that has docked your ship, that has anchored you when you have not arrived. Are you hearing me? You were on the way. You have not arrived. But the anchor satanic anchor has kept you from continuing the journey. He says, deal with it. Deal with it. We love anchors. The powerful stuff. But when they come and stop you, when they come and stop you from going, where you should be going, and you're anchored. I know we don't see anchors as a negative thing, but he said to me, there's some satanic angles that have come and stopped them in their track. They're supposed to be going, but they are stopped in their track. Deal with every ankle. I did not anchor them. I did not dock them. I did not ask them to stop. Deal with it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going to pray. We're going to pray. Because I believe that as I've been speaking, you've been able to identify, identify whatever Jonah is in your life. And let me tell you, if for any ignorant reason, you threw out valuables, thank God he knows how to get it out for you and restore valid solid relationships it is time for you to allow the wind blow the chaff away amen as i'm speaking to you i feel as if as the days unfold you begin to experience what i'm talking about you begin to see the result Of the wind blowing the chaff. When you begin to see it, don't panic. It's the work of the spirit. It has to blow the chaff. Because you need the substance. You need the substance. Don't let anyone come and tell you anything different from what you're hearing. You're hearing the word of God. Don't let anyone come and. Engage you with your own Jonah. It, it, no, so that's not really Jonah. Ah, I know, I know my situation. Allow me deal with it. Thank you very much. But today, whatever Jonah you have identified in your life, it might be people, it might be character flaws, whatever has come in. As long as you know that is causing you to sink, that is causing you not to move forward. That is causing you not to make progress. As long as you know that is hindering you. I don't care if it's an incurable disease. Whatever. We have been given the authority now to cast him out. So I don't care how rooted the situation is. How stubborn the situation is. They say cast him out. It can be casted out. He can be casted out. So whatever it is, the situation, whatever it is that has locked itself in your life, that has stood there, stood its ground, or even hidden, we send out. They are strangers. They're, 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 you know, Jonah could have even been out there helping them throw things out. It's possible. There's, there's a, there, I'm going to end. There's a lady. Who was suspecting that her husband was having an affair? And after some investigation, you know, women they can investigate. I don't know how we do it, but we find it. <laughs> and she found that he was actually having an affair. He didn't she didn't know with who or whatever, but there were things that pointed to it. She got really mad. She confronted him and he was like, Oh, I'm sorry, da da da. So she called her sister. I'm leaving. Yeah, the man was begging don't go uh, let's work it, uh, work at it da, da, da. she says i need some space i need to get out of here so herself and her sister packing they packed his the things sister cursed him out you know you know how it is say oh, you did this to me and left later on the lady realized that it was her sister he was having the affair with <laughs> it was the very person that was helping her <laughs> cast her things, cast her valuables. She kept the sister and through God will show you. Uh, The reason why I share this particular one is so that you see how close to home. What is closer than your own sister? So, Lord, show me Jonah. Show me. Show me. Show me. And when he shows you, don't just say thank you, Lord. When he shows you, out in the name of Jesus, I cast you out. I displace you. You have no place in my life in the name of Jesus. Every Jonah in the life of my children, I cast you out. You begin to cast out Jonah. Do you want to stand to your feet today? Stand, stand, stand to your feet. I've I've talked enough. Now it's time for action. Now it's time to begin to say, Lord, where is the Jonah? What Jonah? Remember I said to you that sometimes you can pass through a storm and it has nothing to do with Jonah. But when God is specific, are you hearing me? So don't leave this place and someone says, eh, you know, the fact that you are going through a storm doesn't mean Jonah. I've already covered that (laughs) in Mark. All right? So it is possible that you can be going through a storm because life is throwing these things at you. But when God brings a specific word, when he brings a specific word, then he's saying to you, there are Jonas in the boats that needs to go. Don't try and change this message. If you want to change it for yourself, do so. Do not go to any other person. I know what I'm talking about. Don't try and water down this word in anybody's life. Now you, with your own mouth, begin to come against every Jonah. Identify it, cast it out in the name of Jesus. You know it. You know it. You know it. You know it. You know what it is. It is not allowing you fulfill your destiny. It is not allowing you continue on your journey. You know it.
1: I cast you out right now the mighty name of Jesus. I want us
0: to pray. Can I, I just want us to take this one because that's one thing that the Lord showed me clearly so that if I call it and you can identify with it as a Jonah, you deal with it. And I spoke about it and that's envy. Envy can shipwreck you. Hello? Envy can shipwreck you. And so I want you to pray. Everybody will pray. So that is not some people pray and they say, oh, that one has envy. Eh? Let's all pray. Every envy in my life... <laughs> That is running me aground. Every envy in my life, I cast you out in the name of Jesus. You envy that is costing me relationships, costing me valuable relationships, I cast you out in the name of, the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus.
1: In the name of Jesus. In the
0: name of Jesus. Pastor Farai calls it funny feelings. Every funny feeling that is depriving me of divine relationships, depriving me of having the right people in my boat, I cast you out. In the name of Jesus. 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 Marime Sula Baba Baba Baba. Rebo Shibriana Yabadosh. Masula Baba Baba. Maripa Baba Baba. Mashula Bayalebay. Maripa Baba. Every rebellion in me, every rebellious spirit, every stubbornness, I cast you out in the name of Jesus. I cast rebellion out
1: In the name of Jesus Ya libre de la bas, les ricades de la bas, les
0: sous quebran de la bas,
1: les telebre, la bas, les la Hey,
0: in the name of Jesus,
1: in In the name of Jesus,
0: right now, you want to begin to identify that spirit of fear that came on your boat of insecurity, doubting yourself, and that has hindered you from taking a step forward. has hindered you from making progress it is time to cast it out in the name of Jesus so many people unsure of themselves unsure of the grace of God unsure of their abilities that Jonah came on your boat and is telling you you you're not able you are not good enough you are not the one they want you need to begin to cast him out You need to begin to cast him out. You need to tell him that while I was yet in my mother's room, I was called. I was ordained. He saw me. He selected me. You need to begin to speak. Cast out in the name of Jesus. Cast out in the name of Jesus. Cast out every uncertainty, every fear. In the name of Jesus, cast it out. It is a hindrance.
1: It is a hindrance.
0: It is stopping you from going. It is stopping you from moving forward. It is causing you to
1: shipwreck your faith. It is causing you not to progress. It is causing you not to make any progress. Jesus, cast it out. Cast Jonah out. out. Cast it out. In the name of Jesus.
0: Of Jesus. Of Jesus, cast him out
1: in the name of Jesus. Come
0: to you, Maria
1: Maria 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 Any hindrance, any hindrance, any hindrance, any hindrance, any hindrance, any hindrance, any
0: hindrance, any hindrance, any hindrance, fear.
1: Inferiority complex, inferiority complex, uncertainty, I cast you out, yes, in the name of Jesus, I refuse to settle for anything that will hinder my progress, I refuse to settle for anything that will cause me not to move,
0: at the pace that I ought to move.
1: In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord.
0: to hear the word of Lord. In the name of Jesus. I don't care what it is. If it's hindering you, take it off. Like I took off my shoes. Just a little sign. If it is hindering you, no matter how fine, Remove it. Throw it to the side. Amen. I'm just using this as a simple example. To say, it doesn't matter how used to it. You are. It doesn't matter how it looks to people. I know it looks weird with me standing this way. I don't care how it looks. If it hinders me, I cast it out. If it hinders me, I cast it out. So forget about anybody. Whatever will stop you from making the progress you're supposed to make, cast it out. If you are sick in your body. And I'm talking of that sickness that has been there for a while. And that sickness that has been hindering you from functioning. Are are you following? And you've become used to it. Maybe if he's not hindering you and you are living, it's like if it's a thorn in your flesh and you are still going. Okay, good for you. But I'm talking about the things that cause you not to do what you ought to do, not to go where you ought to go. I, are you hearing? He says, "Oh, I would have, I would have liked to do it. I would have liked to go, but my condition, my ear problem, I can't fly." There are certain places you can't get to unless you fly. My this, my that is the reason why I can't go. This sickness, this condition. Today, I want you to know that you actually have authority. You have authority. Don't wait for me or anybody else. Because... I had to also say, I'm not going to lie here and die. I get up. You need to, today, say anything that is going to hinder me from taking my place. I I really wish you can hear me. From taking my place, I cast you out. It would have been easy for me to call Pastor Tabitha. Say, Pastor, come and preach for me today. I'm not talking down on you if you're sick. I know what it feels like. But it could have been easy for me to say, you come and stand in my place, please. Nothing wrong with it. But when the Lord said, you better get up. (laughs) When the Lord says, you, you, you get up and take your position. Because I'm the one he gave the word for today. And if he gave me the word for today and I decide not to bring the word. Because there is something holding me back. Then it's time for me to take it personally. It's time for me to say, oh, you don't want me to function. You don't want me to do what I ought to do. Oh, you don't want people to be free. You don't want them to make progress. I get up in the name of Jesus and I cast you out. Sickness. Go in the name of Jesus. You have no power. You have no place here. You have no place here. So today I want you to begin to pray. I'm not praying for you. You pray for yourself. Every sickness, every infirmity that has come into my life... Whose sole purpose is so that I don't make progress. I cast you out. In the name of Jesus. Every condition. Every condition that has come into my life.
1: In the name that has entered into this life In I know you I
0: see you your purpose is to stop me your purpose is to shipwreck me your purpose is to cause me not to move not to take my place not to do what I ought to do I see you and I cast you out
1: Right now, in the name of I cast you out of my life right now. I cast you out. I cast you out in the name of I cast you out. I cast you out in the name of the I cast you out. I cast you out in the name of Jesus. I command you to I command you I cast you out. I cast you out right now. I cast you out right now by the blood of Jesus. I cast you out and say not very told. In the name of Jesus, I cast you out. I thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. I cast you out. Hallelujah.
0: You know, some of us are praying like there is nothing that needs to be cast out. If there is nothing, thank God for your life. Help others pray. Don't just sit here and be looking. Huh? Whether it is sickness, we've dealt with sickness, whatever the condition may be. Any other condition. Any condition, Hmm. any condition that has come in. You know, there are people who are supposed to go from point A to B, but something has blocked them. And so they can't make progress. He says, cast them out. When God tells you to cast something out, it means you can cast it out wage a good warfare with this word don't just sit there don't just stand there wage a good warfare take this word if he says cast him out cast it out then it means whatever you cast out has to go it means when you cast it out it will not remain there think about Jonah. When he was picked up by those marinas and thrown in. There was no way of coming back. The only way he can come back is if they throw down a, a what do they call it, a life ring or whatever and get him to come back up and pull him up. There's no other way of him getting in. No other way. Because he knows, look, the enemy of your soul knows that if you send him out, it will be very difficult to come back in. So he will do everything within his power. To just hide and to stay inside and to stay quietly. He knows how difficult it will be to re-enter your life. So he hopes that you do not identify him and you do not cast him out. But today, you have identified Even the ones you have not identified, just call it by name. Stranger. Stranger stranger get out in the name of Jesus I want you to begin to pray right now in the name of Jesus I begin to cast out every stranger that has been hiding in any corner of my life. Hey! In any corner of my home. I cast you out
1: in the name of Jesus. Every stranger, every strange presence, every strange event, activity, everything
0: that ought not to be but is in my life,
1: in my home. I cast you out 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 I cast out I cast you out I cast you out name of Jesus. I cast you out! I cast you out! I cast you out! Go! Go! You're a stranger! Every stranger in my home, every stranger in my life, every stranger in my body, I cast you out! In the name of Jesus, I cast you out! I cast you out, I cast you out, in the name of Jesus. In the, name of of Jesus. Of no in, in the name of Jesus. 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 You can no longer hide. You can no longer hide in my home.
0: You can no longer hide in my, you no hide in my
1: life.
0: You can no longer hide in the church.
1: You can no longer hide. Get out! In the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Get out. In the name of Jesus. Out. In the name of Jesus. I cast you out. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You cannot hide anymore. You cannot sink my ship. You cannot destroy my home. You cannot destroy my home. You cannot destroy my children. You cannot destroy me. You cannot destroy the church. You cannot destroy us. I cast you out. I cast you out. I cast you out. I cast you out. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. everything that I've been comfortable with Everything that I have permitted, everything I have accommodated, everything that has been happy, undiscovered in my life, I snuff you out, I, I smoke you out, and I cast you out, in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father.
0: In Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name, are you casting it out? Are you throwing him overboard? Don't be merciful today. Today is not that day. Don't be merciful to the enemy of your soul. Don't be merciful. Cast out. I want us to pray according to that word the Lord gave me. About that ungodly satanic uncle that has... Stopped you. to you. That has decided. You've gone far enough. You should be satisfied. You can't go further than this. Just continue. When a boat has been anchored. What does it do? It just stays. And just. swings so, Hmm. (laughs) You know, you know, you know that in your life you've just been like this. Hmm. You've just been rocking. But you have not been moving. You know when you feel like you are moving. But you're not really moving. You're just being carried. The water is just doing that to you. But you are going nowhere. And you can go nowhere until that anchor is removed. Until that thing that has kept you grounded where you should not have been grounded is removed. Today you are going to pray. If you have found yourself in that rocking situation, moving and not making progress. My children laugh. Sometimes when I'm running, they say, Mom, you know you're running on the spot. But I think I'm running with speed. I'm moving. So you're you're running on the spot. You're doing a lot of activities happening. You're using a lot of energy. But you're not going anywhere. You're not going because you've been anchored. Wrongly. Today, every ungodly satanic anchor. Nobody sent you to come and anchor me. Thank you very much. Jesus is my anchor. Who asked you to come and anchor me? Every satanic anchor in the na- you, you, you know what I love about the fire of God. You know, water quenches fire, but the fire of God <laughs> consumes, leaks up water. So, the anchor that even if it's in water, let fire go there. Hello, the fire will not go out because it goes into water. It will just lick it up as it's going. Let it go there. And deal with it. Pray in the
1: name of
0: Fight as if it is your destiny we're talking about.
1: Fight as if it's your, it your, it your
0: destiny we're talking about.
1: Every satanic anchor Everything that has held me
0: down that has held me down. I release the fire of God to consume every ungodly anchor everything that has stopped me in my track, everything that has kept me from moving
1: but I find myself swaying not moving but swaying in the name of Jesus Lord let that anchor be consumed Whatever that thing is.
0: Whatever it is. is That has been used to dock me. Whatever it is that has been used to dock me. That has been used to keep me. Where I shouldn't be. That has been used to hinder me. From moving forward. Ah, Lord let your fire. Let your fire consume it. In the name of Jesus. 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 Marimali masu.
1: But you can forward us the name of You can the name of Jesus, the <inaudible> to <inaudible> 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 hallelujah
0: in Jesus name amen someone here says I felt so grounded you know I've been grounded for a while and and, and when the Lord whispered this to me, what he showed me a vehicle that is grounded and the wheels are taken out. No wheels, so it can't go anywhere. It says, you've been grounded. It's like your wheels have been taken out. It's like the very thing that you need to give you motion and movement. Has been taken out. Perhaps. Perhaps. You threw it out. When you were keeping something else. I don't know. I don't know whose fault it is. I don't care whose fault it is. Everything that has grounded you. You take authority now. In the name of Jesus. Everything that has grounded you. Kept you from moving when the very thing that you need to move has been taken away, you begin to say, Lord, restore to me. Restore to me. My wills, whatever your will, restore it to me in the name of Jesus. I refuse to be grounded. I refuse to be grounded. I refuse to park here. I refuse to, how long will you be parked here? I refuse to park here. Take off my wheels and settle down. When I'm supposed to be in motion, when I'm supposed to be making progress, in the name of Jesus, everything that grounds you, begin to take authority right now. In the name of, in the name of, of Jesus. Yes, yes. Over you right now. In the name of Jesus, everything that has grounded me, everything that has grounded me, everything that, grounded me I take authority
1: over you.
0: everything that has grounded me,
1: everything that has grounded me, everything that has grounded me, my wills that have been, that been taken out,
0: Lord, as you that give me new wheels
1: Give me new wheels. Give me new wheels. Give me new wheels. Give me new wheels to move. Hey, in
0: the name of Jesus, give me new wheels to move. Give me new wheels, new wheels, new wheels. Yes, in the name of Jesus, that I will not be grounded anymore. Give me new wheels to move. In the name of Jesus, give me new wheels to move. In the name of Jesus, I will not be grounded anymore. I will not be branded. In,
1: in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus.
0: I receive new wheels to move. I receive new wheels to move. I receive new wheels to make progress. I receive new wheels.
1: Everything that has caused damage in my life, I just show you right now. I thank God for over you. In the name of Jesus. Glory, glory. One more. I receive new wings to move.
0: One more. It is wonderful when God directs you. All right. And as we're praying, Lord, seeing that picture of being grounded. I still see with no will, and I'm saying, Lord, give me new wills. He specifically said, Ask for wings. Ask for wings. Ask for wings. Ask for wings so you can defy anything that tries to keep you grounded. So you can defy anything that wants to keep you grounded at this yes. level, you will defy it. Yes, I receive wings. Mount up bow. with wings.
1: Yes.
0: Begin to pray, Lord. I receive wings to m- soar in wings the name of Jesus above every limitation, above anything that tries to ground me in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I receive wings above to soar in the to name of Jesus. Bring bring I mount up with these wings. wings. I mount up with my wings.
1: I I mount up with wings. I I mount up with wings. I cannot be held down. I I cannot be held down. I I cannot be grounded. I cannot be grounded. I receive wings to soar. I receive wings I mount up. I mount up, I mount up, I mount up, I mount up. up. I mount up with wings, and I saw, in the name of Jesus. Come on, I want you to lift up your hands and begin to thank him. Begin to give him praise. Begin to give him praise. Because Jonah has been cast out. Jonah has been cast out. out. You
0: because you've received
1: wings you to soar Thank you Lord 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 I am no longer grounded I am no longer grounded Thank we you, you <nothing> Lord <inaudible> <inaudible> There is thank you, like Lord. We're Thank your you, name, Lord. We magnify your In name. In the name of I, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> thank, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you,
0: thank you Lord. Ah. Ah. Yes, Lord. thank you, Jesus. Oh. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise. Yes. And we give you glory. Yes, Amen. 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 You've cast out Jonas. Thank you, Lord. Don't be a Jonah yourself. Don't be a Jonah. I'm praying some prayers. eh? Any Jonah in every nation Midran That tries for us not to move and make progress. I'm not only casting you out. I'll amputate you before I throw you out. Just so you know. Hallelujah. Come on, give him praise. Um, Elder Edith. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www. Everynationmidrand.org.